So, as you guys know, the sponsor for this episode is Hollister. Uh, they are super cool, and they sponsor this episode for World Teen Mental Wellness Day. And we're putting together a five-part mini-series to help disrupt the stigma surrounding mental health. So, if you want to go check it out, go to hollisterco.com slash confidenceproject and check out the full mini-series. Thank you, Hollister. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Isaac. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. Damn, you guys messed it up. He just wants I want to, take to steal Because she's a woman. Kayla's this. Kayla's that. I'm I know. Tired. <laughs> tired of I could too. I, I would be too. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. That's my yeah, now we're good. So welcome back to Teenage Therapy. What? I thought we were going to redo it. Oh, no? you want to redo it? No, Marking I'm fine. No. And I'm Mark. <laughs> and he's Mark. There's Mark. I think they know who Mark and Kayla is by now. Yes. Um, yes. I hope so. Probably. I know. Let's hope so. Y'all so confused me with Mark or what? <laughs> so. Why don't you just go on YouTube and see the difference? Mm-hmm. At right. Teenager Therapy. T-E-N-A-G-E-R-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. I wow. would never be able to do me. that. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. How did you do that? I know. Uh, continue. Okay. Welcome back to the Teenager Therapy. Super excited to have you here. Uh, I think there's a lot to talk about. So, welcome back to Teenager Therapy, episode 127. <clears throat> um, I feel like there was something I wanted to say beforehand, but I totally forgot. Oh, yes, the mics. I feel like the mic quality, the audio quality, hasn't been very good recently, so... Not exactly sure why. So if it's kind of bad this episode as well, I'm sorry. We're gonna get new mics for you. <laughs> Our quality's bad, and we're like a hundred something episodes. I know, <laughs> dog. I swear, there's like. Thank you for bearing with us. I see being patient. New podcasts that have two episodes, and they already have the five hundred dollar mics. No. We're ready to go, dog. Ready to go. Oh, another news. We're verified. Oh yeah. Ooh, on Instagram. On Instagram, kind of cool, right? So go follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. That's how you know it's real. I know. Mm-hmm. We're real, guys. Twitter's next. Twitter next, <laughs> right? Twitter next, Facebook next, everywhere we could get verified. Ooh, TikTok. We should get verified on TikTok. We barely post. We post often. Mm, Teenage yeah. Debbie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> follow our TikTok, guys. Yes, guys, follow it. Anyways, um, so in getting into this episode, today's topic is there are two sides to every story slash always believe your friend. Uh, this is a funny topic because the reason I wrote this down is because I was watching Selling Sunset and in one of the episodes, there's a problem about not believing the other person and not believing their friend and people get mad, which made me think like, oh, dang, should you always believe your friend or should you wait to see the other side of the story as well? And. I thought that was really interesting. And then Kayla and Mark thought it was interesting as well. Mm-hmm. So they also wanted to talk about it. I saw a tweet about it too. Really? On yeah. the Teenage Therapy account. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I mean, it seems fitting. It does. It does. So, so where do we start? You know, it kind of reminds uh, me of the Kayla and Mark episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what Mark it. said. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess. But this episode is more about like. <clears throat> Not the same thing. No, because that episode was more like explaining what happened and everything. Yeah. But this is more like... Actually going into it? Yeah, actually going oh. into Because I remember our resolution. Everything. If you guys don't know, it's called Kayla and Mark Rumors Her, if you want to go back and listen <laughs> to it. Our resolution and our like lesson that episode was like, always like get both sides of yeah, the story. Yeah, don't assume. Stuff like that. Which I thought this one was kind of interesting. So, 
I guess let's start off with a couple questions I wrote down. First of all, should you support your friends even if they're wrong? There's a certain extent to like where the where to draw the line. Um I think you should always like keep them accountable and you don't always have to support whatever they're doing, but just be nice about it and actually be constructive about doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Like if my friend is doing something that I don't agree with, like I'll try to tell them in a <laughs> nice manner um but i feel like at some point like like at some point <laughs> if i keep on saying the same things and like the behavior is the same i feel like i'm not really being heard so i just like i, I don't want to waste my energy on it anymore if they're a really really close friend that's a lot harder because how are you going to cut off like one of your best friends for like many years and if they're acting a way you know is bad and it's just that's true. What do you do after that? Exactly. Because people, <laughs> like okay, what? like the answer is like pretty clear, uh -huh. but the actual act, like, mm -hmm. do you support a friend if they're wrong? No. So a, even if it's a best friend, no, right? Like that's obvious, but it's just actually putting it into action that is not easy. Yeah. I guess it's just like how much that actually means to you. Like if you mm -hmm. think that shows the kind of person they are um, and it's like something that really genuinely does bother you, then I think cutting them off just might be necessary um you know people grow and outgrow each other um and things happen and i guess you just might break off from them because they're not the person you look you thought they were does that make sense mm -hmm. yes it yeah. does definitely mm -hmm. oh is that it oh you want to talk <laughs> more uh, yeah oh, okay, if you okay. have something to say yeah actually i do you know, in that moment, whatever you're feeling towards that person, if you feel like you still want to be their friend, then go ahead and be their friend. But if you don't, then don't be their friend. You get what I'm saying? Right. It's very simple. Yep. It's very, very simple, but you put into um, practice, it's harder than it actually is because you kind of want to give them that second chance. That's the thing, though. I feel like sometimes you have to, it's hard to do something. Like you say, it's simple. Like, if you still want to be their friend, you are. If you don't want to be their friend, then you just don't be. Mm -hmm. But then, like, let's say they they do something that's, like, terrible. And you're like, um, I still want to be your friend. But, like, you know you shouldn't. And you shouldn't still support them. Yeah. And that's when it gets hard. Because it's it's then it gets to the how do you do something. How do you, like, break off someone that you still, like, want to be with? And I think I don't have an answer for that. You know, shouldn't I do it? <laughs> <laughs> in my in my opinion from there at that point it just seems like you still want to be their friend yes and just be their friend if you want you but want but that's the thing that what i'm saying is like you shouldn't you know like let's say well, they're racist let's say like an extreme example they're racist they're like oh, extremely okay. racist but you still like when they're not being racist you're still like enjoy their ah, presence you're really nice true. so you know you shouldn't but yeah. you're like you're like but it's so hard to get away so you can always put your efforts to to change them and I, like and I think if you express that it does genuinely bother you and make them make you look at them differently and if they don't make the change to actually like um you know fix those like really toxic like habits and stuff then um maybe they don't value the friendship as much right yeah. so th but then okay so then that's two things 
first you believe you could change them um well it's not more it's not that you can change them but if they're willing to change exactly Mm -hmm. if they are actually making an effort to change and do something about it yeah okay um one one thing i want to add on that though one thing i noticed is from just from my friends and people around me it is hard it is hard to tell whether or not if they are making that effort to change right yes <laughs> yeah. dude i gotta stop like ending sentences where it seems like a yeah. word. <laughs> a lot, yeah um yeah okay so then that's the second thing yeah. is Okay, so maybe you believe you can change them. And then, okay, then what if they don't want to change? I feel like this, I think what we're describing is like a toxic yeah, mm-hmm. codependence or friendship okay. or dependence on someone. Yeah. That's like, how do you get out of that? You know, you're stuck in this in this friendship or relationship, but we're focusing on friendships. So let's say friendship. You're stuck in this friendship. And let's say your friend is like a terrible person, super bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't, you think you, you don't approve of their actions at all. You don't support because they're like wrong, but you still want to be their friend. It's like, how do you get out of that friendship then? Because it's so hard to realize it. And I think I think it really just is, there's no, like, advice. And, like, the best we could say is, like, I think it just gets to a point where you just have to realize it within yourself that, like, it's preventing your own growth. It's harming you. And at that point, it's kind of just, like, what are you willing to do to help yourself move forward? Or are you just going to let yourself, you know, keep getting held back? by that person and to our listeners to our friends i really advise you to be very self-aware aware of the situation aware of your own feelings of what's happening make sure that you're doing what you're wanting to do do what you want to do (laughs) (laughs) do what you want to do 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 what you want to do make sure you're doing the things that you want to do right and if you and if, if you feel like you're not you're not um benefiting from this friendship like at all then sucks for you you just gotta get out of it yeah yeah Yeah. just get out of it because your friends represent you and i had like a really bad experience once with you know you make those light friends in those classes that you don't really know anyone in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so one day it's like the class is starting everyone was quiet right and he just screams my n-word isaac and everyone everyone stares and he's like ready to dab me up like everyone's just staring (laughs) the teacher's staring it's quiet and like what do i do i dab him up (laughs) (laughs) i mean i wouldn't know what to do either but it's like people think that i condone that behavior then yeah but yeah you're friends with people like that right yeah Yeah. it's just like those you're not really like good friends with them but you just like talk to them in like the class Uh if you see them you say hi and stuff and so it was just the most like awkward experience and i just knew like i would have to like not talk to them because that behavior just rubs off on you and Mm -hmm. everyone's like oh he's fine with saying the n-word right yeah dog so So, yeah in conclusion support your friends even if they're wrong i don't think so because then i think you're an enabler enabler yes Mm -hmm. so next question that i thought was interesting so should you then wait for both sides of the story to come out or should you always believe your friend i think if a friend is telling me a story, I'm always going to be inclined to be on their side. Mm-hmm. Just because, maybe this is like naive, but I don't think they have a reason to lie. So I'll always be inclined to believe them. Because not only that, if they tell me a story and then I start doubting them, like, are you sure that happened? Or 
like are you making this up it just creates like mm-hmm. distrust in the relationship yeah. mm-hmm. so like i don't i wouldn't want for the other person to do that to me and i don't want to do it to the other person mm-hmm. so i think an interesting point in that is that i do agree it creates like a mistrust if, you, if they come to you like hey i gotta tell you something this happened they're like are you sure though right yeah you feel exactly. like attacked almost mm-hmm. um and i think like i think it really has to do with the repetition if i think if it's like the first second or third time that they're coming to you and you're like oh okay sure i'll believe you first uh, this this is like this way it's weird like i would say like yeah the first few times like if mark comes to me with like a problem i would believe you i'd be like okay yes but then if it's like the 10th time the 15th time and it's like uh, another problem another problem yeah i'd be like really like it's like still are like you the problem? are you the problem <laughs> and so i'd be like i'd start like once that repetition happens that's like what if they're just like telling me this because like maybe they're, they don't like that person maybe it's exaggerated maybe that person like you know maybe it's like they're they're just expressing their anger through like uh-huh. whatever you tell me so that's why i think it's interesting but i also think like even like the first couple of times I think it also depends, I guess, maybe on the nature of the of like what they're yeah, telling you. Yeah, because like, what are we talking about here? Because that just depends on on the thing we're talking about itself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, you know, it's okay to have a little doubt in your friends because sometimes mistakes happen, like accidents happen, mm. and there could just be a whole misunderstanding instead of like, oh, what actually happened? Mm. And that's like not that's not anybody's fault. Mm. A misunderstanding that's not anybody's fault, but. That's why that's why I feel like it's okay to have a little doubt in your friend's success. Just for that like point nine whatever percent that they might not be telling the truth. So mm-hmm. I guess maybe an example would be like, let's say I come to you and I'm like, Oh, this person is so terrible, like like and you don't know this person. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, this person is so terrible, like they're literally terrible, like and I'm like, Really? Why do you say that? And I'm just like, Oh, just trust me, like they're like not good, dog. They're like really annoying and stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you would you believe me or would you like just like like say okay but not actually believe it i mean the way i would go about it i would talk to you learn more about this person how that and how this person makes you feel Mm. and then just judging from there i'll see like just the reason why you're feeling this way and seeing like maybe it's something else Mm. that's happened to me before where like somebody will tell me about this person and they're like they're just a bad person or whatever and so then like if i have a class with them or something i'll be more like wary of them but then they'll like talk or like act or whatever and i'm like well they don't seem like that bad of a person yeah. so i'm just like and then i get conflicting feelings of mm-hmm. like do i befriend this person because i don't want to make my other friend mad mm-hmm. like i want to i want them to know like i support them you know um but then like what if this person really isn't all that they make them out mm. to be right yeah. so like, i think it's like you know it's normal for everyone to just support their friends regardless um and i think it's like it's just how you know the person if you know your friend can be a little more irrational then of course you're gonna have a little more doubt about like what the problem is but if you know like they don't really have these problems and they're a pretty rational person and they're you know mature then i think it would be you know like perfectly perfectly reasonable for you to like believe them first ultimately though i still believe that you should listen to both sides of the story before you mm-hmm. actually do make any judgment yeah yeah i was just saying that 
you're obviously gonna believe a little right you know rational yeah. person mm-hmm. so yeah and your friends you're obviously, you're obviously gonna take their feelings into consideration and take their side like a little more at first but i think you shouldn't just make assumptions based on everything your friend tells you yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah because i feel like that's unfair to the other person i also think like um the uh, i guess another thing is like if your friend tells you like this person is bad like uh like i hate him and you've never met them and then like you said kayla you see them you're like oh they don't seem that bad should you like be friends with them then or is that disrespectful to the friend that told you like oh i don't like them like they're terrible that's a problem i had <laughs> yeah um i that's it's just a hard because i feel decision. like i think the way i see it is like i think if you have too mature people and your friend is mature i think i'm not sure but i feel like it seems fair that you're allowed to have friends you like even though they don't like that person but to some people it might feel like disrespectful i guess yeah, it might seem like a personal attack on them yeah. when really it's it's not i think unless the person has like done something seriously fucked up and st- or something then yeah you probably shouldn't be their friend but if it's like if they can't give you a clear and like good reason of why they don't like that person then i mean whatever right yeah and i think i think that's one of my faults where like if a friend is telling me something about like somebody else i'll be inclined to believe them and so then i'll like like stay away from that person but i don't give the other person the chance to actually like show who they really are because i just like ignore them Um, or something yeah so trying to change that too yeah I just think of it as, like, if I had a negative experience with someone, and based off that experience, that person told someone else that I'm a bad person, like, I would feel bad if I did the exact same thing to someone else, right? Right. That's true, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I think of it as well. It's like, I think, I don't, I think it would be unfair if, like, someone, I have, like, yeah, like you said, Isaac, you know, you have a bad experience, and then they're, like, telling you, like, oh, no, you're a terrible person. You're like, mm-hmm. well, you don't even know me, right? You don't yeah. know what happened. You don't know, like, the circumstances. And then... That's why I think, like, I'm definitely, like, I give people a lot of, I you know, I give them the benefit of the doubt a lot. And I usually, like, even if the person that's telling me something or if I just met them, like, whether they're my friend or not, I'll, I think I'm pretty good at just making sure that, that I, I try to just hear both people out and make my own decisions. Um, so... Yeah, that's, like, the way I try to approach it. Although it does, I do agree with you, Thomas, that, like, I guess it depends on the severity of, like, the situation. But I think if you have two, like, good friends, like, or two, like, mature friends, I don't think one friend should have a problem just because you don't like the one person and they're friends with them. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty clear, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I definitely agree with you um, when it comes to that. I feel like if you're, you shouldn't, You should respect that your friend like has a different life, you know, has a totally different life, and then they could be friends with whoever they want to be. Mm-hmm. And no, no, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Beautiful yeah. thought. Actually, no. Let me let me go let me go on more about this because, um, I feel like just what I've seen in a lot of people, I feel like people get mad when their friends talk to somebody that they don't like and 
that I really kind of don't understand because like I said it's their own life you shouldn't have any control over them they could do whatever that they want to do okay but then that's okay that kind of raises another question real quick okay so yeah I agree it's your own life but if your friend's feelings are like hurt by like your actions do you like then have a responsibility to take that into consideration with your actions do you get what I'm saying? Can you repeat that one more time? So let's say, yeah, your friend is mad that you're hanging out with that person, right? But your friend's mad at you. You know, like, okay. And you're hanging out with someone that your friend doesn't like. So let's say uh-huh. you're hanging out with Kayla, and I don't like Kayla. Yeah. And you still choose to go hang out with her. Yeah. And my feelings get really hurt, and I feel really hurt and betrayed. And if you keep doing that, I'm gonna keep feeling hurt. So then, uh-huh. do you not feel a sense of guilt and responsibility that like I feel this way, and wouldn't you want to stop? I don't know, maybe like hanging out with Kayla. So then what, who's like, what's the right choice to make there? Who's more important here? Can I jump yeah. in? Huh? Or, um, no, yeah, that's really hard then. Um, to be honest, to be honest, to be honest, drop both. Fuck <laughs> both of them, dog. This is complicated. Yeah, Run away. I'm tired. This is not simple. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Thomas, do you got something? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I Walk think through. for me, because um, I've been in those situations before, and obviously, if my friend is hurt, my friend has to have a very, like, a good reason as to why they're hurt by that person. Um, I don't really think I'm friends with that many immature people. Most of my friends, like, they're mature and they won't just not like someone just because. Um, and so if there's a good reason why, um, you know, they did something really messed up to them, then, of course, I'm going to be there for my friend because if I, you know, were that person, someone really hurt me, but, like, my friends are still, like, you know, praising him and, like, still being friends with him, like, mm-hmm. I'm obviously going to feel betrayed. So, mm. it really just depends on, like, the severity of what that person has done, and I guess, yeah, I think yeah. it's, I, I guess it's because, like, a friendship is a responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not something you obviously have a right to. So, I think the way I see it is a friendship is a responsibility. There's certain things you gotta do for your friends, because you're, like, in, like, a mutual agreement, right? Almost, like, you're my friend. I'm going to care for you. Hopefully you care for me. And so at that point you're 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 no longer fully you have like responsibilities, right? You have people that you care for, people that trust you, people that like, you know, um yeah, they trust you. And so when it's that situation, I agree. Like let's say like one of like Kayla hurt me like really really badly. I'd be like I don't like you hanging out with her because she really hurt me like really badly. Do you then think I have that right to stop you from hanging out with her? And I don't know. You know what? I don't think it is It is about having a right. I think it's just about like respect, respect right? That's like what I would say. Out of respect. Because if I um like you more or if I care for you more. Because right there, like I'm basically choosing, right? Mm-hmm. And then. It's just respect. Just out of respect, I'm gonna go stop talking to Kayla because I still want you to be my friend. So then, what if you? What if you respect both? What's up? What if you respect both? Respect like, what both. if you're? They're both like, 
you've known let's say like we like we like we both used to be like a triangle of friends right and we were yeah. super close kayla did something really bad i cut her off i didn't cut you off you didn't cut kayla off so you still like are feel really close to both of us then what are you doing then at that point you know you as my friend should also have respect for people that i want to hang out with because you know you gotta understand that maybe i do like hanging out with kayla too and i do like hanging out that with you so at the same time you know, I don't have to hang out with you at the same time, but I could still hang out with you at different times so that it doesn't um, clash clash in with each other. Because, you know, it's like respect goes both ways. It's not just me just trying to do something out of um, respect for you. You also got to do something out of respect for me. And if you still want to be my friend, if I still made that decision, all right, that's, that's cool. But if not, then that's your choice. You made that choice to do that. Um. I think that if what Kayla did like has done, it has to like lose my respect for her. That's true. Too. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so I think like obviously if you know Gal isn't like an immature person, uh-huh. so Kayla must have to do something like horrible in order for Gal to disclaimer. Want- <laughs> I did not do anything wrong. <laughs> what did Kayla do? Like, yeah, so Kayla would have to do something really bad in order for Gal to actually be hurt. Yeah. And for that, then obviously I would lose my respect for Kayla because of how badly she treated Gal. Yeah. That's very true. And so, yeah, I'm, I would choose Gal in that situation. It's, so it's just like, you know, just on a case by case basis, just mm-hmm. depending on basically what you want to do, you know. And the consequences of that action Mm -hmm. right if you choose like but then that feels kind of like it feels odd because i get i get what you're saying like i think i do agree that like you know if you choose kayla then you got to deal with the the consequences and i might not be your friend anymore and you got to deal with that because you chose her Uh but is it possible to choose both i mean like the thing is, like, if I'm around you, Gael, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to mention Kayla just because I know that that is a sensitive topic and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you don't even have to... Kayla doesn't have to be involved in our friendship. But, like, just knowing that... You still associate yeah, with the be- other because person. because if yeah. you cared about me, then you would have, you know, known that hanging out and still, like, supporting them and all that is going to... But what if he cares about both? Yeah, cause mm, well, if then, I knew that, then I'd probably care for Gael enough where that would happen. But mm. just in the case where I care about both, and either none of you guys want to compromise, right? then ultimately, yeah, I do have to make that choice, you know, which one mm. I want to be friends with. Yeah, so, it really just falls on, like, because both have consequences. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, which you would which you want to go with which you want to go with yeah. it's those weird dilemmas that i think people catch themselves under and it's just uh-huh. so hard to like make a decision because it's mm-hmm. like there's no right answer it's just yeah. those hard questions that you just exactly do what you think either way you're gonna lose something it's just what do you want to gain from it and mm-hmm. what's gonna benefit you okay, straight facts i mean i'm the one that's being put on the spot right now <laughs> kayla Kayla's did Kayla's Kayla's did that. That. <laughs> What Her throne is over, bro. To <laughs> oh my gosh. Interesting. And so, okay. So when it goes to back to going to benefit of the doubt, uh-huh. we were talking about how if... I'm going to keep using the same trio here. 
so weird. Mark is always coming to me and saying like, "Yo, Kayla's a fucking bitch, dog. I hate her. Like she's so stupid." Oh, like yesterday, huh? Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> what the like fuck? yesterday we were talking, <laughs> like how terrible, like so bad, dog. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then like that happens. 10 times in a row that happens like often and often every like week it's like yo kayla this kayla that kayla this and i still keep giving you the benefit of the doubt no oh who am i giving the benefit of the doubt to would it be kayla or would it be mark yes yes oh actually can i be both it's kind of because like you're giving her benefit of the doubt that she didn't actually do something that wrong right you're giving yeah. mark benefit of the doubt that he's actually like being genuine yeah so then is there a limit and is there a point where it becomes manipulative to keep giving benefit of the doubt knowing that like i'm gonna trust like they're gonna take advantage of yeah it? like you're just gonna like you know i'm gonna believe you because who, i'm like trust you who's yeah. being manipulative me that, okay that's what i got okay let's let me use like a real life example when the Hold kayla on. and mark thing was happening yeah <laughs> yeah i gave mark the benefit of the doubt uh-huh. and i was like i don't think like he would do that like i really doubt it like i trust like i believed you but i also gave him the benefit of the doubt yeah. so if it kept ha- like happening and if, if things kept coming up like oh also he also did this he also did this is it manipulative or like wrong for me to keep giving mark the benefit of the doubt exactly okay i was the one who added this onto the notes um and it was because i feel like and i was talking to my therapist about this situation and about us no, oh, okay. <laughs> about a personal situation. I remember she was talking about how, you know, people can take advantage of other people's generosity. Um, yeah. I think, um, you know, I feel like you should always hear both sides of the story, of course, regardless of what happens. But you cannot be mad if you keep on doing something wrong and then still expect people to still like you know consider your feelings like i i think i see it often i see like people who are constantly doing this thing they have this very toxic habit and they're hurting other people um because like they're being selfish or whatever and they always say oh well you should hear my side of the story too we keep hearing your side of the story (laughs) like that is when it becomes very manipulative because you're just feeding off of people's generosity to hear your side and there has to be a point where it's just like no one you need to understand why people have such a hard time believing and forgiving you at that point exactly Mm -hmm. i think when you see a pattern it it gets harder for the other person to be like i want to hear their side too just because their side has been hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so at that point, it's like, what else are they going to say? And so it's like just repeated behavior. So it makes it hard for me to believe the other person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It all has to do, I think the answer to a lot of this has to do with repetition. Uh-huh. And the repetition that has happened in the situation and the context and stuff like that. Ultimately, that is what is the biggest factor in determining your actions in these situations. So I agree. Benefit of the doubt has to do with repetition. Before I begin, I do want to let you know that we were super lucky to be able to partner with Hollister for World Teen Mental Wellness Day, um, and we've been working really hard to create a five-episode mini-series uh, that talks about ways to help disrupt the stigma surrounding mental health and promote mental wellness. 
we talked about a bunch of stuff like uh, the resources available to the BIPOC community, how to be okay with not feeling okay. So again, thank you Hollister for trusting us with this process and sponsoring this episode. If you guys want to check it out, go to hollisterco.com slash confidence project and go watch the five episode miniseries that we did. It's really cool. So what about you? So I wrote, do you think people believe you believe you you know like why or why not what makes someone believable is what i like i was asking you know like um yeah like in mark and kayla's situation why did we believe what other people said rather than someone who we were close to okay uh there is a reason why i was very i guess quick to mm-hmm. go against mark okay why are you waking at me <laughs> um anyways <laughs> Yeah, so it wasn't just because, like, oh, like, someone told me something and I automatically automatically believe it. It was because I heard it from so many people. That, 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 that was the problem. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I that, remember like, that. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. You know, there, what? We literally really? talked about yeah. it. I mean, but, you make it seem like it's, like, a like the whole school. Uh, it was like a whole Isaac, literally even Isaac is saying. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. That, oh, that's why it was. I didn't know that. That's why it was very was like easy. Do it again. The whole school was talking about you. I kind of like this though. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. God complex. Feed off drama. Yeah. So I mean, like that's just like the reason why. I was so very, because a lot of people were yeah, talking about it. Okay. Because uh-huh. it was that there was already sense. rumors going on. Yeah. yeah. So, so rumors. Rumors spread quickly. So you're gonna believe it's something just because a lot of people are saying it? Isn't that like not something you're supposed to do? Is that just because it gets repeated doesn't mean it's true? Well, but also it's like there's a reason why that rumor started in the first place. And I think it's important for the person to realize why that rumor started mm-hmm. because right. it just reflect like if you, Not a, right, you're right. like, let's say Mark really was doing all those things. Mm-hmm. Obviously those rumors are going to happen. And that's why when those rumors are like spreading around and you hear it from so many people and they have like evidence and stuff, then it's like, I think what in, do I do? In, <laughs> in some cases, maybe the rumors embellish the story. Exactly. But mm-hmm. there still might be some truth behind mm-hmm. it. Wait, yeah. Yeah. It's not like unless we like exaggerate it and like uh, make it more than it is. Uh-huh. Um, but again, certain cases, this isn't like everything. Mm-hmm. There still might be some truth behind it, even though yeah. like there is a lot of lies. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's the danger of these rumors, yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to add, though. He didn't do it. <laughs> No, 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 I already, it's, it's done and over, all right, I'm already, I moved on, guys. Did you? Did you move on? <laughs> yeah, you guys keep bringing it up. Oh, I keep bringing it up. They move on. They're obsessed with us or something. You know, and the thing is, like I said, uh, like in this case, for example, that rumor was built on a misunderstanding. Mm. And... That's the one thing that you got to take account of for everything because you really don't know what was the reason, as Cardi B said, what was the reason <laughs> behind anything unless you actually confirm it. Right. Yes. Yes. And um, the thing is, like, in, the, in this case, there was evidence, right? And then you could say you, can, you confirmed that based on Your that. Honor, I have screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you can always confirm it even more. 
I thought for the first one. The source. Yes, the source itself. The yeah. Source Primary itself. source, secondary source. Right? That's Which why, one's better? Primary that's why source. I tweeted something like, you know how people say, like, they teach you, like, have different sources for your media so you don't have a media bias? Yeah. Treat your friendships the same way. And yeah. I think it's a good rule of thumb when it comes to rumors uh-huh. is that in this, in this, this particular case, because I think it, it fits so perfectly, is that, like, why did we choose to believe what other people were saying instead okay. of just directly telling like mark did he do this no oh okay you know like we yeah, just chose yeah, like yeah. we heard what people were saying we're like that must be true that, like why wouldn't it be just because we heard it like a lot of times and i just think that's so it's so interesting how easy it is to get caught mm-hmm. up in it and yeah in the moment like the thought that like hey maybe i shouldn't let just blindly oh, listen to this was so hard to like even like you that wasn't even a thought yeah. right mm-hmm. and just i guess it just it's just it's interesting to me that it goes to show how easily you could get sucked into the wrong viewpoint mm-hmm. if you don't like doubt yourself and think like okay if you don't doubt every source be like okay is, is this it? is this it? is this it uh-huh. so that's something interesting to keep in mind if you ever have a problem with friendships relationships you hear rumors or whatever i cannot express enough how important it is to hear it from different people, right? Mm-hmm. Hear it from the person involved. Hear it from people not involved. Hear it from everyone. And see, like, why Why is this happening? Why was that happening? And it's interesting how, like, a different story you're going to get by the end of it. You know what's interesting, though? No? What? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you guys did. Oh, no, 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 no. We learned this in school. Mm-hmm. We learned all of this in school, looking for different sources and stuff like that. And it's just weird to see... That what we learned in school actually applies to real life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They just <laughs> don't show like, us how to <laughs> apply it. No, they don't show us the applications of it. Yeah. Like, yeah that's why yeah. teachers say, we're showing you the skills even if this activity the isn't real. The tools. Yeah, the tools. And that's a tool, guys. All right. That's a tool that we're reminding you of. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The other thing is, what makes you feel like someone is more worthy of your trust? Because I thought, I thought it was interesting. I was like, how do we dig deeper into this topic? Mm-hmm. What I was I was thinking is, do you believe someone because you pity them? Do you believe someone because you respect them? Do you believe someone because you think they're honest? What gives you, what's trust and how do, does someone earn that from you? I think it's just like the bond I have with that person, the respect I have for that person, and mainly honesty because if they're an honest person, I... Their track record? Yeah, like yeah. your track record is clean, <laughs> so why should I believe otherwise? Same, when they're, like, honest about their faults, what they did wrong in the situation, when they bring up the feelings, especially of the other person, that's when I feel like I could really trust them because they're not only thinking about themselves, but they're thinking about the whole, like, situation and the other person. Yeah, they're mature. Yeah, they're mature. Mm. I guess, I don't know, that's kind of a difficult question for me to answer because I feel like as far as friends go, I mean... I mainly trust all of you, and I don't really talk to people I don't trust. Right. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And I guess with you guys, I was able to trust you just because, like, of the conversations that we had on the podcast. And so I guess that's how Thomas was saying, like, the bond that we formed. And also, I just like to think that my friends don't have a reason to lie, mm-hmm. or I hope they don't, like, feel like they need to lie to me. Um, so I guess it just goes back to like the bond that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. The bond that we have, the friendship that we have, and basically, yeah, that that's that's all it really is for me. 
Mm. I care for you, so I'm of course I'm gonna listen to you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So Thomas, you said it for you. It's about like respect <clears throat> and bond, right? That just comes with being a friend. Yeah. If there's a reason why I'm friends with you, it's because I respect you as a person. I like being with you. I think you're a good person, and you know, if you're an honest person, then I'm more inclined to just believe you. I don't. I don't think anyone or any one of my friends are like they have evil intentions or anything. I know I they can make <laughs> I think they can make like mistakes that are bad, but um for the most part like I don't have a reason to not really trust them, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting cuz I think sometimes people um yeah, it's easy it's easy to lose lose trust and like understand what makes someone worthy of trust yeah. and i think for me what? it's like the same uh, thing um like if somebody breaks their trust how do they gain it back in mm. like personally right how would you want them to go about like treating you differently or talking to you a certain way like how would they gain your trust back i mean wait so like they lied and then or, or like, they could just do something that like yeah they lied or they if i see them like just make a difference like literally just change the habits like i know it's not an overnight like fix but if i see you putting in the work then like i think you, you know and it, and it's been and i give you guys like a long time you know like months years mm-hmm. for you to change those habits and if they're not changed then that just kind of shows like you well, know what if what if they feel that they're making the change but you just don't recognize it because it's not enough for you that's true that is true um i don't know like usually i like it has to be pretty serious it's not just like a little mishap or anything nothing like i can tell when people change and i do notice like the little differences like people make um and so it really like comes down to just the severity of it like Mm. Like, I, I mean, nothing really annoys me. I think everyone has, like, their bad habits and all that and stuff. And in order for me to actually, like, lose respect or, like, lose my trust, you'd have to do something pretty bad. That right. shouldn't happen again. Yeah. Oh, that made sense. <laughs> it did make sense. It I did so. think it was I interesting. I need, like, a translator. Someone to just... Yeah. Translate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's about it for my questions and thoughts. Anything else on this subject that I guess is more like, I guess the whole episode is more about like toxic friendships more than anything and just what to do about them and the kind of situations they're in. Never mind. Sure. I don't remember what I was going to say. I think that's everything. I know we asked on our Instagram story um i think questions oh so, yeah ooh. hello oh, oh my gosh oh, it's right here it's right here come on we got Let's see the wi-fi below <laughs> <laughs> i'm on data i'm not even gonna try i ran out i got it okay we asked you guys on instagram let's see
What are some times you shouldn't believe a friend? Goes right with trust. Uh, just patterns. Like you notice that they've lied before. You've mm-hmm. caught them in a lie. Yeah. 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 Really, like, <laughs> That's patterns, it. Patterns. Yeah. Really. Comes down to patterns and repetition. How please my best friends are choosing other people's sides instead of mine. What do I do? Mark. Um, yeah. Uh, send your friends this podcast link and Kayla <laughs> and Mark Boomers are basically what we said I'd, I'd evaluate what I've done though just, you know just in case because maybe like actually what I did was wrong and I'm just not saying that but if I know I'm right and I still want to give them their side then I will talk to them yeah I think a lot of people want their friends to unconditionally like support them no matter what mm-hmm. yeah. But I think you really should just reevaluate like what you did, mm-hmm. and if you realize like oh shit maybe I did do something wrong, then you just have to understand that your actions have consequences and um there might be a good reason why they don't trust you or believe you. But um if you really do think that you didn't do anything wrong, then I'd say just make sure you. Um, your side of the story is heard and clear up all the confusion and stuff. And then they still don't want to be your friend or they still not taking your side or they're still disregarding you, then I'd say go find your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, like it just stops. Has a limit. Um, wait, can I go or do it? Is that recording? Yeah. Okay. Somebody said, how much should you tell your friends about your mental health and when is it toxic? I thought that was interesting because I saw this TikTok um, like a few days ago where it was talking about how like they'll have a friend and they'll keep talking about like a certain boy or whatever. And it's like basically the same thing right over and over again. And the girl was basically saying like, when that happens, draw your boundaries and it's okay to say, like, I don't want to talk about that person anymore. And there's lots of controversy in the comments, surprisingly, Mm. where there's always, like, you should support your friends unconditionally, like, even if it means, like... Sacrificing your mental health. Even if it means, like, hearing it over and over again or, like, it's... Or they say, like, they just want to tell you they want somebody to listen to them. And while I can see that, I, I just think it's important to consider the other person's feelings because to have to talk about that same topic over and over and it's like the same story and there's no change is just it can sometimes create like some toxicity or like resentment or like you know just the fact that they're not willing to stop talking about that so i would say it's important to draw your boundaries Mm -hmm. and it's okay to get tired of talking about something um and hopefully your friend will understand that your yes. friends are not therapists. They're not, exactly. you know, professionals. So if you do need someone to talk to about those kind of problems, um, you know, you, you can always, seek like, help. open up to your friends. But, you know, yeah, seek professional help. And friends shouldn't be an unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there was a response saying you shouldn't be dependent on, like, your friends. And, yeah, like, don't rely on your friends to give you emotional support for everything in your mm-hmm. life to always hang out with each other. Like, obviously, you can hang out with each other, but if they decide to hang out with someone else that you're not really get along with, you shouldn't feel so dependent where you're like, you have to hang out with me only and stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No unconditional love from friendships. That is such a toxic behavior. Toxic love. You guys think you can be friends with everyone? No. No. Nah. <laughs> like, I'm a friendly person, but I can't be friends with everybody. So. Yeah. What if someone's trying to put in, like, the mm. effort to it? Like, you don't really... Oh, that's that's kind of happened before. <laughs> I think I'm, like, I try my best. <laughs> I try my best to, like, get along with everybody. Yeah. Um... Well, I, yeah, like, I'll try, but... If the vibes are not there, then the vibes are not there. I just, I don't like having to force something, and I just want it to come, like, naturally. You think, you think if you don't have people that, like, dislike you, then you're not truly being yourself? What? Oh, I get you, I get you. I feel like sometimes, naturally, it's just, it's natural to have, like, conflicts with, like, your opinions and, like, your true self. Some people are just going to get bothered by, like, the smallest things you do. And mm. I don't think you should feel guilty or bad about it. It just happens. If you're not disliked by anybody, then you're probably just switching your personality. Yeah. From, to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I can't so. be liked by everyone. You should almost, you know, strive to get to the point where you have at least someone dislike you. Because that probably means, like, maybe you really are just being truly yourself. Don't take that too literally. But yeah. Someone <laughs> said... My dad always says there's three sides to every story. Your side, their side, and the truth. Ooh. Oh, that's good. Oh. Sheesh. 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 Can you say that one more time? My dad always says there's three sides to every story. Your side, their side, and the truth. Oh, okay. That's a good way Sheesh. to think about it. It's yeah. like a checklist. Like Think about your side, and then go see their side, and then see the actual truth, yeah. and then make your conclusion. Exactly. Yeah. Dang. That's Sheesh. how but, you know, the mature way to work yeah. things out. Mature. But... We're just becoming more and more mature. <laughs> Yeah, people say don't always believe your friend because there's a point where they want it to appear a certain way. Mm-hmm. Let me said, should you always forgive someone for what they did to you? I this is an internal <laughs> problem. Like, I don't know. I do think so. I I'd say yes. Like always try to forgive people but there are certain points where like what they did is just it's just too much like and and if they're not changing in order to be a better friend then i'd say drop that bitch forgive for yourself but not for the other person mm-hmm. yeah that's what i think because most of the time it brings you more closure than it does others yes yeah. for the person involved just because you forgive it doesn't mean you have to be friends with them or like them mm-hmm. or anything okay what else Someone said touch on the friend group of three subject. What? And how it's oh. impossible to have a trio because they were oh, always two. I was like, what that. in the middle? I saw that. They're like, what do you do if you're the one in the middle of a trio? I feel like two Sheesh. people are, you know, always going yeah. to be closer. I mean, I was in a trio friendship once. <laughs> then it ended well. There's, yeah. there's no more trio. It just depends. Like, honestly, Not even a duo. Like, <laughs> I've had like, many trio friendships and they work. As long as there's like one person who's aware, that's all you need. One person aware that's True. making effort to talk to both people, yeah. mm-hmm. no one's ever left out. Mm. It's like they're the glue. Yeah. The that's why, whenever I'm in a together. trio, that's why I'm always aware. I'm like, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Kind of like, it seems like it's always you, right? Yeah. That's so you gotta find a good trio. Oh, this is an interesting one. Mm. Oh, did you find one? I, f- I realized there was one thing I deleted, what I actually thought was interesting. Um, going back to the thing that's like, okay, we said, should you always believe your friend? Okay, the one thing we didn't touch on is you were assuming you're friends with both of them. Well, what if uh, Mark and Kayla, right? 
they're friends. <laughs> they're friends. <laughs> and then Mark Mark tells Kayla this girl sexually assaulted me. Wait, 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 wait. Mark tell tells her. Kayla. Yeah. Okay. okay. You tell Kay- yes. Mark tells Kayla this girl sexually assaulted me. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's like conflicting movements, but because it goes with the always believe victims, and then between the like you know trust your friend, oh. <laughs> right? It's think so it's like two. It's like okay, what do you do? Okay. Jeez. Always believe the victim, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. really? Yeah, I mean. Okay. Well, obviously, you're always going to have your doubts. Like, there, like I think you should always believe the victim, but also hear your friend's side, I guess. Wait, so what's, what's know, the flaw just... in, in this? Because so, it goes against, like, stereotypical... It goes against, like, I mean, shouldn't you try to get both sides of the story yeah. before you make a judgment? Oh, but I, I don't know. For me, when it comes to, like sexual assault or like harassment or like trigger warnings yes trigger warnings mm-hmm. uh, or like you know things of that nature i'm i'm always going to be inclined to believe them because it's such a heavy topic mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. exactly it, you know like it feels, it's, like, it feels yeah. wrong to be like are you sure that happened it like, seems kind of like uh this kind of sounds like a what if they're lying, even though like 99% of them aren't? Yeah. So it seems like kind of like, you know, a weird argument. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's interesting, like in the ca- in that case, like I think the way you should approach it is come for your friend, you know, like be there for them. And you don't have to tell them like, oh, I don't believe you. I do believe you. Just come for them, you know, like hear them through it. And then also do like, I don't know, let's say you're friends with the other person, like talk to them. Or if they're a stranger, then I don't know what you do in that case. But yeah, because there is a... I don't think you should always, always blindly believe. I think by, like, believe the victim, it means, like, validate them, make them feel heard, mm-hmm. and make them feel like their allegation is serious, but also don't just, like, blindly not listen to the other person. Like, Johnny Depp, right? People yeah. blindly believe mm-hmm. the victim and because that they thought that's, like, what the movement is. Like, blindly believe them. Don't, like, don't doubt them at all. And I think it is... It, it's It's a responsibility to like question them maybe not doubt them but question them be like okay well what about this right because look at what happened so it, i guess it helps avoid those type of cases yeah like don't be too quick to tell or say the other person's an abuser a molester and stuff like that that's what you're saying mm, yeah and really get their stories as well. it's basically what we said earlier their side your side the, and truth. the truth yeah right it's important to get both even though it feels kind of like iffy it's like it just feels wrong it feels yeah, wrong it, does feel it wrong. feels morally wrong mm-hmm. to but when you think about doubt about subjects like that mm-hmm. yeah but like what if you were being like wrongly accused for not doing anything and someone's saying you're a molester and you didn't do anything like mm-hmm. wouldn't you want them to think about both sides and be even sure about it yeah i just but, think in but, most but, but cases, i can understand why you know mm-hmm. like you know i, I think know. in most cases the allegations <laughs> are true yeah but i think even if the case is whether it's like real it's like a genuine allegation or if it's like a false allegation it's still good to like keep an open mind like yeah. i'm gonna validate your feelings but i'm also gonna like you know explore other options. explore mm-hmm. the other unless side. like the person has a pattern oh, yeah, of like doing it like, like yeah accusations. like multiple accusations then it's like come on like i can't yeah same you know same thing that goes back to repetition and all that that's when you report it basically. right mm-hmm. what question uh, were you gonna ask Kayla? um 
How much does your friend's approval of your SO matter? Oh. And I thought, I thought that was very interesting because I've had conflicts with that, mainly like family, where like a family member, significant other, doesn't really sit well with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was, I was just curious. To be honest, I think it's important to listen to them because you're not in that clouded mindset. And like, listen to who? Like, uh, you you should listen to oh, okay. your friends because they're not you're not in that clouded like lovey-dovey mindset mm-hmm. and most likely than not like they're not at, like especially if it's your family like they're not after you your friends probably aren't after you if they're good friends they probably just want like what's best for you and they're able to see past like whatever cloud you're in and i think they'll they'll be able to tell if, like they seem like a good person or not yeah i agree completely so i think it should matter a good bit you know you should definitely not just brush it on and be like you don't know our love exactly Okay, is that it? Oh, you you want to be done? I'm like a little tired for some reason. <laughs> All right, guys. It's like it's like hot. Is it? Not? Oh, it's not. It's it, I wasn't earlier. It's, it's, it's getting hot, hot for me Sorry, right I now. Need I, I, think I, I think it's because I think that's why I'm getting a little more irritated. Aw, oh, Tom's is irritated. Oh, okay. Don't, don't include this. He mad? No, that's it. This is in the episode. That's in. This oh, you can't keep cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. No, for real, like. Thank you for listening um hopefully you learned something hopefully the scenarios you could apply to your own life because it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to think about like Ooh, what would you do you know lots yeah. of possibilities with like this situation subject, so it's like hard there's i feel like at some point there is no right answer it's just what's right for you ultimately oh you make the decision Sheesh. I can't Sheesh. all right thank you for listening you could go listen on youtube Mm-hmm. Teenage Therapy. You can go follow our Instagram, Teenage Therapy. Join the Discord, TeenageTherapyPodcast.com. You can do all that. Teenage Therapy, Twitter, everything. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. What should the comment be to sound? What's kind of something? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, something you found interesting, you know? Something you have an opinion something on. Something you, you would like us? to add. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm if sure you were in the conversation, what would you have added? What would you add? Maybe we'll pick someone from a, a lucky way. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> you know, actually, that might be cool. Like, if what? each episode... We have like the audience like comment their thoughts, and whoever's thought we find like the most like thought intriguing mm-hmm. and like intriguing and like different and a cool perspective, we'll like invite the, like invite them on for like an episode or just to give their opinion on something. You know, could it be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. Let me know what you think about that. All right. Anyways, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.